Hey, Ken. Hey. Sing us a song. The Seventh Heaven theme song. Yes, yeah, sing us the Seventh Heaven theme song, Kevin. I don't remember how it begins. Doesn't matter. Oh, that was that was beautiful. Oh, I'm crying. I don't know about that. We saw a glimpse of Kevin Morris's sensitive side right there. He loved Jessica Biel before she was hot and famous. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the PatCast. I'm Patrick, your host. It's Monday, January 31st, 2011. I am broadcasting from the Goulash Studios. With me is Brooks T. Lockwood. Say hello, Brooks. Hello, Brooks T. Uh, it's good to have you back again this week. What have, what have you been up to in this past week? It's great to be back. Thanks yeah. for having me again. That's no problem. Um, this week I've just been shopping for chapstick. Yeah. Yeah. All week. Yeah, all week. It's it's a it's a hard process sometimes. Yeah, I guess you need to get the right kind, get the right flavor, what what your lips like the best, and what what are your lips like, Brooks? Um, they like something smooth and creamy, mm-hmm. except uh, it needs to go on and not have a lot of gloss. Of course. So, because uh, you know, I'm not a I'm not a female. You're not. I'm not. So. Uh, I also need something wind-resistant and uh, that'll stay on without reapplying. Well, that sounds great. Sounds like you've had a very uh, efficient week. Yeah, Is efficient I really have. the right word? Sure. Uh, maybe not, but <laughs> it works. Later on in the show, we are going to be joined via phone by oh none other than Kevin Morse. Kevin Morse has made one appearance on the podcast so far. He appeared... Uh, uh, back in June of last year, during a, a one-off podcast episode, when I was saying goodbye to Florida, when I was moving to New York City, where I'm at now, and that was his last, uh, his la- first and last appearance. But uh, he's he's about to return tonight. Are you excited about this? I've just been thinking all week while I was looking for chapstick about it. I I couldn't sleep at night. I hardly couldn't eat anything, and I was just. I've been a little distracted ever since I knew that I was going to be talking to Kevin Morse. Nope. Oh, yeah. He's a legend. He's 11. He's 11? <laughs> yep. He's 11 he's, at heart, he's 11 and he's 1,100 years old in spirit. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of something legendary, uh, this is our 45th episode, and we are getting closer to Whoa. our 50th. Our 50th episode, can you believe that? Big 5-0. Big 5-0, and we, we're going to do something big. We, uh, we are going to go all out, you could say. We're going to have as many guests as possible um, in oh. the studio here in New York and at our, uh, our uh, sister studio, or brother studio, in Chattanooga, Tennessee. We're going to have a lot of people involved. 
in this thing. And uh, it's not just going to be that. We're going to get, starting now, we're going to start getting recordings of people uh, wishing us a happy 50th episode. Even great. though we're not turning 50 years old, it's not a 50th anniversary. It's just but our it 50th kinda episode. Yeah, kind of. Are, are people going to be able to call in and do that? It's possible. We're looking into, into some different ways that we're going to be able to do this, and it's very possible that that we might have this um, going online. But uh, since there will be a lot of people involved, I'm not really sure. Maybe we can just have some, some people... Uh... Email us in, yeah. and we'll, we'll give them shout-outs. Yeah, we may have to go out and get some people on the street to say, uh, happy 50th. The real crisp five zero. Yeah, real crisp gmail dot com. That's not real yet. <laughs> That's not it. It might be. Yeah. You gonna man that account? Yeah. Hopefully <laughs> yeah. someone doesn't already have it. Hopefully not. You better get on it. Well, uh, it's, it's, it's gonna be a big deal. We are gonna hopefully get uh, some people back on the show that uh, haven't been on in a while, and of course we'll have the usual normal people that are... That are on every week. Don't um, let the cat out of the bag yet. Yeah, I know. I'm not. I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag. I'm not going to. Hopefully, we'll get a. Hopefully, we'll have a few other surprises. In some store. celebrities. Some celebrities, maybe. I would like to see that. I mean, Kevin Morse might be there. He's a celebrity. Well, d- yeah. Yeah. But... You know that show Twenty Four? Oh yeah. You know that show it's... Lost? Oh yeah. All based on his life, Kevin Morse. Yeah, I don't know if uh, most of you know, but. Many of the president's decisions, even today, you know, Kevin Morse is a very close and strong advisor to uh, many of the presidential campaigns since yep. the 80s. Yeah, they uh, they have a special phone in the White House. There is one special phone that just makes calls directly to Kevin Morse. Many decisions, people don't realize that, many decisions are made by Kevin Morse. Yeah, he really uh, really is behind the scenes in a lot of areas. You You wouldn't believe, you know. Local business, uh, retailers, mm-hmm. um, Best Buy was a pretty big, uh, they acquired him early on, and he did wonders for them. Well, uh, I think it's it's about time to get into some music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do you have any, any dedications, any shout-outs, any, uh, any stories you'd like to like to do here? Well, I'd really like to hear some, uh, a band that has really been in my heart for many years. Um, How many years, Brooks? I don't know, back around when I was fourth grade, maybe? Fourth grade. Let's see. Yeah, are we going was... to be putting on some Smash Mouth here? No. The... no. <laughs> I don't know. That's actually a really good suggestion. <laughs> Is it? Some Smash Mouth, maybe some Sugar Ray. Maybe, um, yeah. But this band is one of the first CDs I bought um, as a teenager or a preteen. Preteen. I guess a preteen <laughs> is the correct term. Uh, it'd be uh, Creed. Human Clay. Creed Human Clay. Yeah. Okay. Human Clay. You want to hear Human Clay no, by, no. by Creed? I want to hear... Because uh, I think that Human Clay is just a CD yeah, title. Yeah, I know, I know. I want to hear uh, Higher by Creed. <laughs> higher. I do want to hear Higher. Do you want to hear Higher? You don't want to hear one of those unknown Creed songs that no one's actually ever heard because no one ever has taken the time to listen to the entire Human that's Clay fine. CD? We, are gonna, we would be playing a song... Off of that CD that's actually never been played ever before. Yeah, it's 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 track number like seventeen, I believe. There are thirteen oh, tracks. If sorry, there's thirteen. If you count the strings I never version, listened to the last two tracks. Thirteen, if you count the strings version of "With Arms Wide Open" and the Australian only bonus track called "Young Grow Old." Well, I've never heard of that song in my entire <laughs> life. Well, uh, it it is arguably one of the heavier tracks, and uh, it's one of Creed's heaviest songs. They say. Let's play that then. <laughs> Here's Reed. 
with Young Grow Old, which which I just found out was on the WWF Forcible Entry soundtrack and was the theme to their 2002 pay-per-view backlash. Wait, what soundtrack did you just say? Forcible Entry. Oh man, that'll get you in a lot of trouble if you say that to children. <laughs> That's uh, ridiculous. Yes, yes it might. And uh, probably got Scott Stapp from Creed in some, in some trouble. I think he's cleaned up his act lately. I remember um, back when uh, there was some flight I took. I think it was coming up here, either moving up here or I don't. I don't. Maybe it was just visiting. But there was a flight I took from Orlando to up here, and I was on the plane with Mark Tremonti, the guitarist of Creed. What an honor! Strange thing that I recognized him first off. Yeah, but no, second, no one knows who that but is. But second off. It was the guitarist of Creed. Just he sat two like two or three seats behind me. I guess it's cool. Might not be cool. Depends on uh, if you think Creed is cool. I think that like probably eighty percent of the nation thinks that Creed is uncool. So twenty percent of you think well, I that really I'm think, awesome right now. Let me just throw that out there. Uh, several analysts and I have gotten together. I've already told you that crisp is the word for two thousand eleven. Yes, crisp is the word. Well, the same group of analysts we determined that was the word. Mm-hmm. Um, have gotten together on several issues. And uh, we really believe that the band Chumbawamba is coming back this year. <laughs> really? Yeah, we, we really believe that uh, you know evidence is mounting, that they're going to have a comeback. Yeah. I think Smash Mouth is due for a comeback, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah. I think Creed is due for uh, a comeback, even though they tried to come back last year. Yeah. I think they're due for another one. Yeah. 2010 had a lot of great comebacks. Yeah. Toy Story 3. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Yeah. But those are staples in our culture. These people are staples that have been ripped out. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens when staples get ripped out of paper? People just throw them on the ground. It's true. So they're going to be picked up. They're going to be put back in that staple gun. They're going to be used again. I believe it. Chumbawamba? Yeah, Chumbawamba. Let me, let me, let me tell you. I, uh, I remember, well, obviously I remember their huge song over here, uh, the I Get Knocked Down, yeah. Tub Thumping. It was huge. Back, way so back huge. when. And then I remember seeing them on some concert, like on VH1, one of those like benefit things or something. I don't know what it was specifically. But they weren't the same at all. They were like playing some folk music or something. I was mm-hmm. like, what happened to the Chumbawamba that I know? Well, I think I think maybe they're just trying to ride the trendy wave right now, which maybe. is kind of that folk music yeah. type twang to it. Yeah. Which is great, but yeah, I would like to see them come back in the in the way I remember. Well, uh, well, in late February 2010, according to Wikipedia, they released their 15th album titled A B C D E F G. Well, I didn't know they had 14 other albums. <laughs> no one, no one knew. No one knew that. I it's, think this album will probably pick up speed, and maybe that's how they'll come back. Well, here, this is this is kind of interesting. I'm reading I'm reading some of the track list here, and listen to this. All right. Uh, there's a song, it's track six, which I, I think we might want to play, actually. It's called Torturing James Hetfield. You know who James Hetfield is? James Hetfield is the lead singer of Metallica. <laughs> now listen well, to this, listen I to think, this. I think they're back to the, uh, the Chumbawamba we know and love. <laughs> no, it says, under album information, it says, Torturing James Hetfield is a response to James Hetfield's approval of the use of Metallica's music as a torture device against Iraqi prisoners at the Guantanamo Bay detention camp. 
We'll have to ask Kevin Morris what he thinks about this. Should we play this song? I think we should. <laughs> I think this is going to be a real heart jerker. This is the accompanying song what? to when you get back up after you've been knocked down. Yes, all right. We'll see how similar this song is to the uh, late 90s uh, one-hit wonder Chambawamba with uh, the tub tub thumping. When we're back, that was Chambawamba with torturing James Hetfield. And while that song was playing, Kevin Morse called in. Hello, Kevin. Hey, Oh, not much. I, uh, I'm i just uh, recording this podcast, and Brooks Lockwood is fixing himself a sandwich. We've got a nice kitchen here in the Goulash Studios. Nice. Yeah, well, uh, since you are Metallica's biggest fan in the entire world, what did you think about that song that Chumbawamba wrote? Uh, it was kind of interesting. Their Torturing James Hetfield song was had a few funny moments. It was kind of funny. Yeah? I guess it gets the, uh, it's one thumb up. How's that? Not two thumbs up. Hey, whatever works. I don't know, how many times have you seen Metallica in concert? I've seen them five times. And how many times have you seen Chumbawamba in concert? <laughs> Absolutely zero. Oh, what? I know. I, I, I figured back in the day you probably like went to their sold-out concert and uh, and <laughs> waited waited through an hour and a half of Chumbawamba songs you didn't know just to get to the one you did know. <laughs> right. Well, uh, Brooks Slockwood is back uh, eating a nice... Sandwich. What kind of sandwich you got there, Brooks? Peanut butter and fluff sandwich. Peanut butter and fluff. Yeah. Uh, I just just I I've had it a while when I was younger, a while back, but I rediscovered it. Um, it's great. It's a great little sandwich. Great fluff. Oh yeah. What's fluff made of? It's it's marshmallows. Oh, well, that's great. It's like a can of marshmallows. That's great. I wonder if James Hetfield likes marshmallows. I'm sure Actually, he does. Speaking of that, as I was watching uh, Nikita yesterday. For some reason, uh, one of the characters in there went and bought six, six jars of that stuff that Nita's just talking about. Fluff? Yeah. Wow. Maybe you should try this stuff. Try this fluff. <laughs> you should. Maybe, maybe so. Yeah, maybe. If you like marshmallows, this is this is the next best thing. So since this is your uh, second time on the podcast, but your first time since we started playing music, I would like you to pick a song that you would like to hear. I believe I'll have to go with... Probably already know the answer to this. The song that got me into Metallica and my favorite one of theirs called Through the Never. Through the Never. And what album is that on? That is off the Black Album. And or as it's officially called, it's just Metallica. And a lot of people call it the Black Album. That's true. And tell and tell us that, that, that story about when you saw them uh, last year. Oh man, it was it was the greatest thing ever. First off, this song wasn't one of their hits or anything like that. But I never thought in a million years I would hear the concert. So I go to a concert in Tampa, October 3rd, 2009. Brought a second pair of pants. You guys remember him and a couple other people? Yeah. And we're there, and they're about three or four songs into the set list. James is talking about how they haven't played the song that they're about to play in like 16 or 17 years. And then they just started up, and I absolutely went nuts. I mean, nothing. Killed three or four people? Describe how, how happy I was to hear that song live. How many people did you injure that night? How many people did I injure? Yeah, yes. I figured you had to tramp. I figured you'd trample over half the crowd once that happened. You were just raging. President uh, declared the concert a state I think of emergency. It only ended up being two, but uh, uh, I might need to check with uh, the video. I'm not sure. This is the podcast. Do you smoke a pack a day? You might as well be if you're washing your own body with Matt Davis body scrub. Surgeon General's new reports show that. It's as dangerous as smoking a pack a day. So be clean and don't use Matt Davis body scrub.
But instead, use Brooks Lockwood's ass cream and face cream too. It may not clean your whole body, but it'll leave you feeling fresh and crisp. You're listening, You're listening to the heedless rambling of Patrick and his friends, better known as the Petcast. And we're back. Kevin Morse, what do you think of uh, this new product that Brooks Lockwood has out? Uh, I gotta say, it's, uh, it's a little interesting. A cream that you can put on your ass as well as your face. Yep. I think I'm just gonna have to uh, endorse the face part of that. I don't know if I really feel like putting any kind of cream in my ass. <laughs> That's Brooks, understandable. Your, your uh, how, what are the results on your face, though, so far? Oh, man, it's, it's giving me a fantastic complexion. Yeah. Uh, all the ladies really like it. Make your skin so, glow? That's what I like to hear. That's exactly what I like to hear. So you only endorse half of Brooks's product. Is there any other product on the podcast that you can fully endorse? I don't mean to make Brooks angry, but I think I might have to fully endorse the uh, Matt Davis body scrub. I oh. Mean, that makes my whole body, whole body shine. Oh. Well, let me let you in on a little industry secret here. We're coming out with All a right. new a new addition for uh for next week. It's ass cream, face cream, and body scrub. Can you do yeah. that? You could do that. Well, I don't. I you might, don't you might have to call it something else. I think you, I think you got to come up with a different name. You can't use body scrub too. Well, we're gonna use whole body scrub, whole whole body wash too. We're gonna have to get Matt Davis with, oh. a, uh, with a response. You heard it right here first. And see what he has to say about it. I don't want. I don't want a lawsuit on our hands here. No, we're not gonna use body scrub because that would probably. That, that, that yeah, that would probably invoke a lawsuit. But uh. We we haven't finalized the naming process, but let me just let you, you know it can it can uh, wash your whole body, provide right. relief to your ass, and leave you with a beautiful face. Now, like everyone up in the big NYC should be using that already. It's true. Well, they are. Um, all those moms you see on TV, those not hot moms. Yeah, they're using it. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> You really got you really got Kevin with that one. I mean, yeah, it helps them look like they're forty, even though they're like eighty-five. But well, last Friday on the Patcast, I regrettably failed to mention that it was a birthday of a of a rock and roll legend. Uh, it was the birthday of Phil Thomas Cat, and Phil Thomas Cat is 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 quite legendary. Uh, you know, almost as legendary as Kevin Kevin Morse here. And uh, he celebrated his birthday, and uh, I wished him well on the Facebook. We all did, actually. And, yeah. Uh, he sent us some great, great responses back. But if some of you don't know who Phil Thomas Cat is, I highly recommend typing his name into YouTube, uh, and and you won't regret what you see here. You um, won't. He he's he's a superstar. I mean, what what uh, if you could describe Phil Thomas Cat in one word? What would it be, Kevin? I'd have to uh, describe Phil Thomas Cat. Man I would have to say he's insatiable. Ooh, sensational? That's five syllables. What about you, uh, Pat? Well, I would say if space happy was one word, and it's not. It can be with a hyphen. Can be with a hyphen? Yeah, true. I think I'm going to do with a hyphen. <laughs> he's space happy, then. All right. I'm going to say uh, restorative. Restorative. That's pretty also good. Also known in uh, the other half of the country as restorative. But Phil, Phil Thomas Cat, he's a... Uh, he he's quite the uh, legend in the local music scene down in down in Pensacola, Florida, and uh, his whole thing kind of got big when he when he put up a video of of a local artist down there named Mark Gormley. Uh, there's a song called "Without You," and it's it's something you got to see to believe. It's, it's I'm getting it's a chills great song, thinking about that. Uh, great video, 
And Phil Thomas Katz, the mastermind behind behind these videos, he he edits them, and he's he's got this great uh, green screen that he uses. Uh, it's 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 good stuff. It's killer stuff. It's it's top notch. So Phil Thomas Cat, he he does some some stuff on the local TV down there, the Uncharted Zone, and uh, I don't know. I I I I would really like to to talk with Phil Thomas Cat. I mean, what are the odds we could get Phil Thomas Cat on the podcast? I think with a with a bag of old stale Fritos, we could get him on the show. You think that's all it takes? Yeah. We uh we might have to reach out to Phil Thomas Cat, see if we can get him on our fiftieth episode. Celebration. That would be awesome. That would Maybe be do an real episode with awesome. him. Who knows? You know, uh, you got to dream big. You got to shoot high. You know, if we do get Phil Thomas Cat on the Patcast for for if we do a whole show dedicated to him, we might have to rename that episode to the Catcast. Oh. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> yes, it is brilliant. The Fat Cat Pass. You know, I'll have our people get in touch with him, and we might see if we can make it happen. There you go. You know, a whole a whole hour dedicated. To Phil Thomas Cat, his music, his influences, I think it could be done. I think our interns could do that. Yeah, our interns, our uh, our uh, winter interns, get on that. What about our spring internship coming up? Spring is there internship any is coming up. For Brooks, people? you are actually in charge of the internship program. Would you like to tell us a little bit about the PatCast spring internship program? Well, spring internships are really awesome here at the PatCast. Um, not only do you get to live in New York City, if you want to move here, if you're already from here, we take them all. But it's kind of a two-in-one deal. Ever since I launched my product, you not only get to be an intern for the PatCast, you get to be an intern for my cream. And my face cream, my ass cream, all the other new creams that are coming out, you get to be an intern for that too. And you get a year's supply of Brooks Lockwood's ass cream and face cream too. Now, do these interns have to be students? Um, no, they do not. Uh, I accept all forms of interns. If you're 45 and you're looking to start a new career, this may be for you. Now, uh, do you do you apply housing here? Or do they do, do you cover that? We don't cover housing, uh, which is a real shame. But but we do pay. We do pay, um, and not not in cream. That's just a bonus. Um, we pay. We give you uh, meal tickets. You get free meals. Um, not every day. You know, on certain days, you get free transit rides through the subway and everything. And you're, this is all paid for by Brooks T. Lockwood? This is all paid for by Brooks T. Lockwood. <laughs> all right. Not coming out of my pocket. It's all out of Brooks nope, T. Lockwood. not coming out of pocket. Patrick Mahan's pocket. It's coming out of my pocket. Wow. Well, thanks, Brooks. You're welcome. All right. Inquire uh, within. Yeah. Kevin Morse, you want to be an intern? I don't think he's eligible. Sure. For the spring? He's not eligible. How would he not be eligible? It's Kevin Morris. He's way overqualified. <laughs> He's way overqualified. Well, what if he just wants to do it? What if this is the career path he would like to take at this point in his life? I don't know. We'll have to uh, see what happens when he gets there. All right. Well, just send in your resume, Ken. All right. Keep it to one page. I don't want all 47 pages you have. <laughs> all right, Brooks. Uh, is there another song you'd like to play? There is another song I'd Well, like we're going to have to wait because, you know, as you may know, on Twitter, we've been taking requests from people, and we've actually only had one guy requesting songs. His uh, his Twitter name is eight one three. We don't none of us know him personally, uh, but he keeps sending in some requests. Brooks, you were telling me some 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 classic Brooks T. Lockwood sax tales. They're called sax tales. Yeah, this uh, this is a sax this, tale. This could be a uh, this could be a new <laughs> this segment. could be a new segment here. Okay, on well, the on the podcast. So uh, so ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, let's take a listen. Uh, to the first installment ever of Brooks T. Lockwood's Sax Tales. Well, 
Sax tale number one. Back in good old sixth grade when me and my buddy were learning to play the saxophone, we were saxing it up all the time. And uh, we really enjoyed it. We liked to uh, learn new songs, um, a lot of uh, movie movie songs. But uh, we found a Smash Mouth all-star sheet music laying around, and so uh, we began to pick it up. It was great. But the real problem came the following six years where we then had to play Smash Mouth in 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, and 11th grade for pep band at games. We didn't want to play that anymore. It's terrible. Sorry to hear that, Brooks. That was a good sax tale. <laughs> There's a lot of sax tales so, uh, to come. Uh, what, are, what are you suggesting now, that we should play Smash Mouth on the uh, I am suggesting that. I, I, I still don't want to hear All Star, though. I'm okay. still done with it. The only good thing about that song is that it was in the movie Mystery Men. That's true. That was a great movie. So what? So what's Smash Mouth? So, like, are you are you gonna get get some deep cuts here? Are you gonna play a single that's not as well known as, um, as maybe? As I'm gonna play uh, another one of my favorite uh, songs. This uh, is a fa- a favorite so- yeah, song. Yeah, this might be a deep cut. I don't know what you consider a deep <laughs> cut. It, it was a deep cut in my heart. Oh yeah. So run around the house singing this. <laughs> um, it's oh. from Astro Lounge though. It's called "Then the Morning Comes." It's peaking at number eleven on the Billboard Hot 100. Peaked and reached. Number two on Canada's top singles chart. Well, that's very interesting. Here and we're back. That was Smash Mouth. Then the morning comes, requested by Brooks T. Lockwood. <laughs> <laughs> Why he requested that? I don't even know. Cause that was the greatest song ever. What is that song even about? Then the morning comes. That's about when Kevin Morris wakes up next to a, a bunch of ladies. <laughs> And he realized that the morning's among him. And he's got to get out of there. Oh. That's exactly what that song is about. Kevin, your thoughts? Uh, that's probably about right. Yep. I knew well, it. That's what we thought. Uh, what was that uh, Savage Garden song that was so popular back then? So popular. Um, I believe uh, you're, you're thinking of the Chicka Cherry Cola song? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that one's called... Uh, Called "I Want You" by Sat by Savage Garden. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, that was a uh, that was a solid CD back in the day. Yeah, it they, really they, was. They cranked out a few hits and disappeared. Uh, they had more hits than Chumbawamba. I would agree. Kevin, would you like to introduce this song for us? What's it called again? I want you. Kevin Moore's stomach started growling um, during that last song. He's going to get a nice Chick Fil A sandwich and a Coke. Yeah, that is uh, that is his favorite meal. Anything from Chick Fil A. Um, <laughs> he does. He does enjoy it. Uh, it's it's almost that time to to wrap things up here on the show. Uh, Hate that a, time. It's been, a, it's been a pretty good good show. We've had a, a lot fun of show. random songs though. None of them any. You know, it's always the case. None of them are ever related whatsoever. Um, well, some of them are. Metallica uh, and Chumbawamba. Well, that's true. Those those were related. Who would have, who would have ever thought? I would have never Chumbawamba thought. Chumbawamba Metallica having some some. Relationship? I still don't think, and I still don't care. No, no, no. Me either. The last song that uh that I'm gonna gonna play here and I, and and Brooks, I swear I will give you ten bucks if you can guess the artist that I'm gonna pick. This is a lot of pressure right yeah. on the spot here, right on the show. Oh man, how about you just buy whatever lip balm I find, chapstick. Whatever works for you. Okay. Hmm. See, uh, conductor Michael Giacchino. Oh, you're wrong. I'm going to play a song 
by Rush. That sucks. That was my so second close. guess. And I'm sure it was, which means you're not going to get any new lip balm. Well, no, I'm still going to get it. I just got to find it. Yeah, maybe. But the song. But the the real question here is, what song am I going to end with? Limelight. No, I'm not. That's a good I'm guess, not though. Not going to play Limelight. That, that is a good guess. It's a. Right, is this a, a deep cut? It song? is a deep cut. It is a deep cut. It's a song. Uh, it's a song off of. Uh, their, one of their albums in the 80s, I believe it came out in 85, I could be wrong, you can check the facts when whoever's listening to this. We um, need a fact checker on this. Yes, fact checker. I believe it came out in 85 off their album Power Windows. Oh, that's cool. Uh, it's a song called Marathon. It's actually probably my one of my favorite Rush songs, really dig the guitar solo, and uh, what's really funny about this song is they've just started playing it on their new tour, Ooh, that and they haven't awesome. even played it in like 20 years, since the 80s. Man, they're and, just revisiting the glory days. I just days. need to go see them in Madison Square Garden in April. Yeah, we should start a, a PatCast fund for Pat to go see. Yep, I need to bring rush uh, tickets. Back in the olden days on the PatCast, we had this little PayPal button that where you could donate to the PatCast, and only one person ever did, and I never found out who it was. Someone donated four bucks. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really weird. Uh, I don't know why. Well, I mean, we don't need money. But, no, we don't. But, well, but Pat... Pat needs money. We do have student loans. Kevin Morse just uh, Kevin Morse is back on the back show. In. Kevin Morse, welcome back. Yeah, my phone died. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Morse, his phone died. Yeah, his phone died. We didn't even know you were gone there for a minute. Um, and I, I even wrote that on your Facebook wall that Carl liked it. And I told him not to like it because we were shooting, we were recording the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Someday do you think we'll shoot the podcast? We'll have a live... Uh, this is a serious situation. What if we have a live video podcast? What if we do that someday? Hey, we did once. It worked out okay. We can yeah. do it again. Yeah, Kevin Morse is already preparing for our uh, live video fundraiser we'll be doing in, yeah. in uh, the coming months. <laughs> to get me tickets to go see Rush. That's no, a, that's no, a don't good be selfish. Help. We're going to do it for a charity. Oh, charity. The charity to get me to go see Rush. Yeah, called Save the Music for Patrick Mahan's Heart. <laughs> it's no way... Uh, affiliated with VH1, say the music, but no, it's, it's like it's very similar. No affiliation. Because it, it, you gotta say, say the music, comma for Patrick's heart. <laughs> that comma makes a world difference. Oh, this is... it, kids! If if any of your kids are listening, I urge you to do your English homework. Learn how to use commas, because I still don't know how to use them. <laughs> Here's the thing: no one knows how to properly use commas. No, and you don't. Except, okay, you're okay. Kevin Morris, that's an exception. I'm not going to name the school you go to, Kevin, but they definitely don't check for commas. <laughs> Seriously, though, our papers are graded a lot harder in the master's program. Kevin Morris goes to a very pre- prestigious school. Prestigious. Prestigious. We went there, too. No, we didn't. No, Kevin we didn't. is in, in a very prestigious graduate program right now. <laughs> um, I don't know about that. And he, he will be getting his master's degree. In entertainment business, and karate. And he'll probably just end up buying. I don't know if you guys heard in the news lately about the Comcast, you know, taking about the over the West Nile virus. Uh, no, that was like ten years ago. <laughs> but uh, Comcast has taken over NBC Universal. That's a big deal. Well, uh, when Kevin graduates in April, he'll probably be taking over Comcast. That's all I gotta say. Well. I don't know. I didn't know there was a lady I was going out with. Yeah, that lady that when I was up there in New York, you know, you, uh, you guys met them on the street and just started uh, making it out. Well, it was a sad day. She moved back to Germany. Oh, that's too bad, Brooks Lockwood. 
And by move back to Germany, that means she moved back in with Kevin Morse. I hope that's not true. I'll put some real nasty stuff in your ass cream if that was true. 